welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, best club in Germany, best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can follow the show at HEFPod on Twitter. Email the podcast. That can be done at HeyEintrachtFrankfurt at gmail.com. Switch those things up just a little bit. And you can also follow us on Facebook. That is Facebook.com slash HEFPod. Uh, News always popping up on there in the English language exclusively. And also links to uh, new episode drops and uh, some free swag uh, contests. Because, hey, why not share the love of Eintracht Frankfurt with everybody else? I did not do this show alone, or at least I endeavor not to. <laughs> uh, joining me, as per always, is Nathan in St. Louis. Hey, oh, buddy. Brian, we're upon a Europa League week. Yeah, it's been a long time since we were in this position. Uh, knockout phase of the Europa League uh, last time about Illus Porto. Now we get to go to uh, Northwest Ukraine as opposed to Western Ukraine because of certain political ramifications that have been going on between Ukraine and Russia. But, you know, mm. we're not, this is not a political podcast, needless to say. So, Eintracht, uh, let's talk about the Bundesliga action before we get into the Europa League and a little bit of transfer speculation. And, of course, our Just a little segment, bit. Yeah, and our favorite deviation of hashtag what are we drinking. Uh, that being said, let's get to the Bundesliga with Eintracht Frankfurt. Null. Leipzig. Null. Uh, no point is a way that some people would uh, call this one. And let's be honest, um, each team had... Let's go, to, let's go back to the last couple of results, uh, shall we? Uh, yeah. Eintracht won one with uh, with uh, Borussia Dortmund, and then you had the two two against Werder Bremen. Each of these matches a good indication of where Eintracht was going, and we pulled up short yet again. So mm-hmm. decreasing results in terms of <laughs> how many goals you score while uh, need to do a draw um, with Munchen Gladbach. Coming up on Sunday, uh, I would like to hope that uh, someone possibly puts the ball in the back of the net. But the fact of the matter is, uh, didn't exactly turn out as good as we could have expected. Um, Okay, so let's kind of look at what happened in terms of uh, the match day roster. So you had Roda and Fernandez in the middle of the pitch. I kind of was wondering what... Mm-hmm. Our overall mindset was because I wanted a little bit more attacking thrust. I was wo- wondering where the hell is Gasinovich? You know, I yeah. mean, okay, so you have the Buffaloes up top, but you need to have a little bit of thrust in the midfield. Okay, Rhoda has been doing exceptional since joining the Eintracht, but at the end of the day, you need to have a little, you need to win the midfield. And the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, against Leipzig, we did not win the midfield. I wish, I wish to God we did. But the thing is, Leipzig is not a team that you can just, you know, pull that off all willy nilly. Yeah. Leipzig is one of the better teams in the Bundesliga. We are in probably the most difficult part of our Bundesliga uh, list of fixtures. Bremen, good team, as we found out. Dortmund, 
obviously currently leading the Bundesliga, Leipzig, uh, been in basically in the top four all season long, and we got Gladbach, another team in that same category of being in the, you know, the top four all season long. For me, this is a bit of a missed opportunity because, you know, uh, Leipzig was also in the same category. They were coming off of a midweek fixture in which they defeated Wolfsburg and the uh, Pokal. And so mm-hmm. they still were throwing out their top end players and yet weren't really able to make it work for ourselves. For me, missed opportunity. I'd like to kind of go through some of the players who I thought uh, could have done better because let's be honest um we could have used a little bit more creativity in the midfield for for me that is where the match was not won and let's be honest we could have beaten bremen who could have beaten Dortmund, uh, mm-hmm. and could have beaten leipzig uh that is six points that is not on the table for our eintracht in the league sure. and look if we had those we would be alone. That alone would put us in fourth place and be, you know, chasing after Mushin Gladbach, who is next up in line for the Eintracht in the Bundesliga. For me, this was a very, very big missed opportunity, and I am really those players have got to be kicking themselves because could have happened. Yeah. Could have done with some. Well, hey, you know, sometimes you just can't. Uh, Get, you know, the goals to come in. I mean, Hinterreger, good lord, that kid has been a great acquisition. But, and I'll, Nathan, it is time for me to kind of shut up and let you have a go at it. But for me, we could have done so much better. And at the end of the day, we didn't. No, no draw. Hey, another point. Still in fifth place. Mm -hmm. But, you know. You take it. You take it as you can get them. I felt road like points this... are road points. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how I would sum it up in general is you're never going to um, come run away. It's always going to be a difficult game um, playing uh, Leipzig in Leipzig. Um, they're such a, they have such a great attack. Um, I felt like they were more dangerous this game than Dortmund um, was against us, despite probably Dortmund having more actual chances on goal. Sabitzer just scares the shit out of me. He's so good. Um, uh, but then again, they didn't really have, like you said, they were tired. Um, they, you know, left some things on the on the on the pitch, and I don't know. Like like you said, I uh, I think before the game, I I was hoping that De Guzman would come in for those those free kicks um, and some magic up front because we Maybe save him for need Thursday. that extra push. Maybe saving for Thursday, just saying. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> I think that's I think that's accurate. <laughs> but um, but that being said, this game could have gone so many different ways. Um, each Frankfurt and Leipzig had their chances and. Um, trap comes away with a clean sheet. Uh, it's not the type of clean sheet that you want, but <laughs> he'll take them as he can get them. Uh, we get one point away. Um, yeah, we just need more, um, 
connectedness up front. I feel like there's a that felt like there was a lot of one twos, and I didn't really feel like we really had a chance to win. To your point, until Kasinovich came in, and then it kind of sparked us. Um, but even still, yeah, kind of a forgetful game. Exactly. Uh, I mean, look, the Buffaloes have all have always terrorized every single uh, defense. But the thing is, Allaire didn't have a shot on goal. You know, perhaps we should have saved one for Thursday. Uh, <laughs> Rebic, mm, no shot on goal. Jovic, you know, he still had some time on the ball, but mm-hmm. it seemed very much that they were marking him out of the match. You know, oh, yeah. And, you know, if you want to kind of look where Eintracht has excelled, uh, it's been on the wing play. Kostic and DaCosta were okay. Trap was fine. Yeah, and you know Rhoda did what he does, but the the top end players was the three men in the defense and Fernandez. You know, yeah. But I mean, you—that's the thing. I feel like this was a well-executed game on both sides of the pitch. Um, you know, Rabich, you could say that he had a bad, like a really bad game almost, but um, you just missed the like. That's why I said it could have gone like a thousand different ways. I felt like the score could have been three to nothing you know, on either side of the, the tally is like that uh, free kick from Kostic almost nailed the mark. Oh my gosh. That was a laser. And then that, uh, Gacinovic, uh, set up, I forget who set him up for that. might've been Allaire, but, uh, or Yetro. I think it might've been Yetro, but that late break where he almost scored, uh, just oh, those little bitty like gave me just pieces that of luck. half chance gave me hope and yet yeah disappointment at this it was time. equally weighted and it's good to see us playing a team a top te- top team like leipzig who can compete in champions league who can compete at the top end of the bundesliga and we're just staying right with them i'm frustrated that we didn't get more but i'm glad that we're at this caliber 100 percent agree because when it does come to playing the big teams uh, you need to kind of show up. You need to get some sort of result from it all. And a point against uh, Dortmund at home, to me, is still a good result. A point away to Leipzig is still a good result. So, yep. that being said, it then does kind of make you wonder, okay, where is Eintracht able to go from here? Because, you know, uh, you got Mujagalabak. Uh, like I mentioned, a team that's been in, in the top four basically all season long, and they really have just the one match a week. They're out of the Pokal, no European action whatsoever. They're a team that has put some uh, decent amount of money, you know, in terms of investment within their squad. And, mm-hmm. you know, the positive that we have, the major positive to me that we have is we get to play them at home. So the question is, you know, we've had this really strong run of teams and we've been getting good results. Maybe not the full win, but a draw is still a positive result in my book. I mean, we're about to get into the easy part of our schedule with the likes of Hanover, Dusseldorf, Nuremberg, Stuttgart, Schalke, Augsburg. I mean, we're talking like 
a really much easier run in in the Bundesliga shortly, yeah. and we're doing just fine against the big fish. And for me, we're treading water until yeah. it's our moment to shine, and I think that moment is now because the Europa League is here, and for the next two Thursdays, we're going to be getting really excited because European nights are what it's all about. Everyone's seen Hell some of the yeah. FIFA displays from the uh, three home matches so far, and they've been brilliant for everyone going out to Kharkiv. Uh, stay safe. Don't yeah. get in trouble with the local police. And <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we'll switch over to hashtag what are we drinking before our news and notes where we'll then uh, go over some interesting stuff that's just dropped in the last uh, uh, 24 hours or oh so. Boy. Nathan, what are you drinking? Well, uh had a long day at work. Um, I'm, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm drinking water <laughs> from a Columbus Crew Cup. Take that Hashtag for what it's worth. Save the crew, indeed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. Hey, look. In terms of American victories and American soccer culture, you know you can't get much more than a traditional European kind of save the team format mm-hmm. as what they did. That's about as close as you're gonna probably ever see in this market for uh, that sort of thing. So yeah. Unity in the MLS. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And who knows? Maybe another trap from that team would be interested oh, yeah. in coming to the Bundesliga. Will Trap? He's on my cup. He's on the cup. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I'm being a little boring uh, as well. I'm sticking with a homebrew KZ Beer Company. They're Pilsner. It's kind of hard to ever say no to one of those. So to that, I say <laughs> Prost. Prost. Hey, this is Oka Nikolov, and you're watching to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. And we're back. Segment two of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. So, we talked about uh, our match in the Bundesliga. Realized it wasn't as glamorous of a result as we could have possibly wanted. But, hey, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. Well, uh, one of the Buffaloes is now in the transfer market rumors because everything seems to be coming out now that it looks like Luca is going to be leaving the Eintracht. That personal terms with Barcelona of Spain at Catalonia, specifically, that he's agreed to personal terms with those guys. Those guys do throw money like it's going out of style because, well, they they feel obligated to be at the top end of the table. And if they look like they're going to fail, even for the briefest moment, you know, they need to, they feel like we need to capitalize whilst we still have a good, fully functioning Leno Messi. You know, go mm-hmm. up to them on that. But if they <laughs> have agreed to personal terms with them, we can then say to them, all right, then, uh, fork over the dough because 50, somewhat 40, 50 million euros, whichever, you know, maybe it's going to be more. Honestly, Jovic is a much better player than he than the player that joined uh, Benfica at such a tender young age. He has really mm-hmm. matured while playing with us. We had hoped to God that we would keep all three, but it looks like at least one will be leaving uh, in the summer. Unless, of course, we play hardball with Barcelona and it just drags and drags and mm-hmm. drags. I'd rather not that not happen, but, you know, what you going to do? 
Yeah. <sighs> it's not like yeah. we weren't. It's not like this. We didn't know this could happen. It's just. <sighs> I wished it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> well. What can you expect? I I don't know. We I felt like we were I feel like last year when everyone was talking Raybitch, we we were all subtly talking, well there's this Raybitch guy taking all the light and there's this guy underneath him named Jovich who who's just not getting to shine, but holy shit this kid. Um and he's finally, you know, proven that out. Um and I mean, it's been, I mean, it's, I, I feel like it's good for everyone involved. Um, I honestly, it, I've kind of had some, a chance to think about it a little bit. And I kind of think that you're probably right. It's probably agents doing what agents do best and drumming up um, uh, views of this kid while he's on the Europa stage, hopefully making a splash there. Um, so I'll be, I mean, that'll be interesting from that perspective, uh, Europa just on its own, but, um, this I think will only drive up that fervor for like, uh, I know that Real Madrid was also expressing some interest in him as well. Yeah. But Um, they got to pay for stadium renovation and that ain't going to come cheap. Yeah. Well, I still got to pay for players too, to fill it. (laughs) Um, um, so I don't know it. I think it's probably good for us. We're not going to keep him if he stays healthy and stays um, just in command. Like he, like he is, he, he clearly has like a clear head. Um, it's going to be very difficult for Frankfurt to negotiate out of um, our, I wouldn't, I would find it very difficult for us to negotiate them out and keep him here for a while. We just don't have that kind of capital to, to to really waste and this was this was the intention all along when Bobich came in he's he's, um find diamonds in the rough and sell them high it's gonna hurt but that's how you build a team that's how you build a a lasting system so is i you know i don't think establishes for us a reputation as being able to like you come here you will play you will develop and yeah you know if your dream is to move on then hey I'm. I guess I can get okay with that. I mean, yeah. it's worked for Bayfell Bay, and think of yeah. how much money they got swir- swirling around with them, and they are by a long shot uh, better off financially than basically everybody else. But look, yeah, for me, it's all about the passion. It's all about getting wins. And hey, if he can lead us to a Europa League title, well, uh. I will fly over to Frankfurt, put him in a car, and drive him to Spain myself. <laughs> exactly. I just, I, this is good I football it, can, business. Could I do that and be able to drive in the you know the normal you know right side of the road? I mean, <laughs> I've never driven in Europe, so I would I would hope that I'd be able to uh, do it the uh, the same way all the way there. But yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> Yeah, you're good there. Yeah. So no, I. You know, this is this is the what. What I'll say is we have this this system built by Bobich that this is his expressed mission for this team. So we can't be sad when it. I mean, we can be sad, but we can't be. This this is going. This is not going to be the last one, and this is going to continue, and that's fine for me as long as we remain successful. Like that's that's part and parcel of this whole deal is 
success will beget people leaving and will and you have to trust his system to find other people to fill the void indeed indeed so men who have been able to fill the void for eintracht was uh, when we brought adi hutter over to the eintracht uh from young boys of burn who actually have done well uh in his absence it should be said probably going to be champions of switzerland for a second Ooh. year running but the thing is he really built something there he was able to adapt whilst at Salzburg, uh, because over there, if no one has paid any attention to the Bundesliga outside of the Eintracht whatsoever, Leipzig basically buys for peanuts, quote, buys players from Salzburg who become good. And uh, it's benefited those guys quite a lot. He's been able to develop as a coach. He has filled the void that was left when Niko Kovac uh, left us for big, bad Bayern. And... <laughs> You know what? We should say, wish him nothing but the best as, wow, 49? 49 years old? Yeah. Hey, that is, hey, f- congratulations for reaching a good old age. Here's hoping that uh, you coach us for many more years to come with more success than we have already felt in this very short time span that we've known you. So, uh, alles gute. Adi Huta. <laughs> Zoom Gebetstag. Indeed. Indeed. So that's going to wrap it up for uh, segment two of our news and notes pro- part of the program. Up next, segment three, where we preview Eintracht versus Shakhtar. Also, uh, opportunities of where you can find uh, this match in the wide soccer landscape. Stay tuned. It's time to talk about the big match that we've been getting excited for for many, it seems for quite a few months now. <laughs> it is Eintracht Frankfurt versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Let's be honest, there's only a couple of really prime A level uh, ties in the round of 32 in the Europa League. Other ones are our fellow team from our group, Lazio taking on Sevilla from mm-hmm. Spain. And for, I mean, when we when I saw the draw come out, all I can think in my head was, "Oh, for the love of God, no!" But hey, you know, if we're to do well in this competition, we have to play the best teams in the competition. And Shakhtar, to me, outside of the Eintracht, is one of the top four teams that are presently in the competition. End of. Uh, where you can find this match, uh, in case you were wondering, uh, in the United States of America. Uh, Bleacher Report's BR Live uh, service. You can uh, order it on a match-by-match basis. Uh, I've actually done that. Or you can uh, subscribe Mm -hmm. to the entire package that they have. Uh, They also have, obviously, the Champions League as well. Uh, We've got BT Sport Extra in the United Kingdom. In Germany, you have DAZN, a streaming service there. Apparently, 
I've heard rumors that the match is actually going to be free for those people in Germany. So, uh, mm. lucky you. Yeah, I've got to pay if I want to have to watch uh, <laughs> this one. <laughs> oh, you know, the trials and tribulations of playing in Europe when, you know, uh, the rights then change. Uh, DAZN also is available in Canada. So, for our friends north of the border, you know who you are. Uh, DAZN will be able to help you out there. And uh, quite a few other locations as well. We are not the, we do not have uh, it shown live on television in the United States. And eh, we can get that for the round of sixteen because we'll be punching through. It's not going <laughs> to be easy, but we'll punch through. That being said, Shakhtar Donetsk. To give a little bit of a profile on the club, uh, this is a team that uh, currently in first in the Ukrainian Premier League. Uh, they've never finished ever since the breakdown of the Soviet Union. They have always been one or two within, uh, the Ukrainian league, uh, since the breakup, they, they, and, uh, golly, uh, Dinamo Kiev, uh, Mm -hmm. is the other team that has been one and two the entire time. That is the big match. Uh, they used to have big matches also back in the day in this old Soviet League when they were there, uh, which was a big old thing. Uh, let's see. They won a couple <laughs> cups with those guys, but anyways, since they've been in the Ukrainian, it, it's been in the Ukrainian League, they have dominated. Uh, they've gone as far as the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Uh, they just barely missed out on making the quarterfinals last Champions League knockout phase when they yeah. ran into Roma, who then went to uh, the, uh, excuse me, the semifinals, almost said final there. That would have been incorrect. This is a team that uh, buys a lot of Brazilians and is good at being okay. able to find one of those that comes good and then gets sold on for a crap ton of money, like they sold for nearly 60 million euros, uh, Fred, to Manchester United. This is a team that is a little scary, uh, but not one that uh, we're able to follow on a week-in, week-out basis. This is a team that <laughs> is used to winning and has that winning mentality, and I think that's going to go absolutely to their freaking head, and the Eintracht are going to be able to take this away. What do you think, Nathan? Ooh. Um, and it should also be pointed out, uh, not being played... Uh, uh, in the Donbass area, as that is uh, currently under contention between Russia and Ukraine, is going to be played in Kharkiv, which is a uh, a little bit north of that. Yeah. So the uh, one thing that I don't know, and I don't know if you know that I don't know where they've been playing home games um, this season. Is it have they been playing in Kharkiv? Yeah, they they've okay. So like since. Uh, since they have kind of left the Donbass area, they played uh, in, let's see, a couple years ago, they were playing in Lviv. Sometimes they'll play even in Kiev, but uh, it has been very much in Kharkiv since about 2017. Okay. It's going to be so an awkward situation to be in. It's like, you know, if you are, for example, an, if you're an Eintracht fan and you were then told... Hey, guess what? Our home matches aren't going to be allowed to be played at the Commons Bank Arena, and you have to play be playing in now. Now, uh, oh, where's something random? Essen. Yeah, Mannheim. We- weird, weird yeah. location. But the fact of the matter is, it's a weird scenario to be in. Yeah, I well, it the it's weird for us. For them, it's normal. 
So <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so uh, we can't count on that as something to to throw them off. Um, yeah. So I I don't uh, you know this is again my first Europa League knockout phase. I've ne- I've never really watched it, so um, I don't really know what to expect. I know to expect a very uh, heady chess game. Um, go. That's that's. I'm interested to see the formation and um, their formation and how we will line up against them. Who will start? Who won't? Um, was hopefully. I mean, there, there's one big question in my mind for the team. For us, it is uh, Abraham, and if he's healthy, I was gonna I save it, him for the second leg myself. Yeah. Now. I think uh, Marco. Well, if he's healthy, I think you yeah, run with him, and they exactly. hide it as, as a secret until <laughs> the last moment. You know, throw him for a loop. Why not? Yeah, um, yeah. I am nervous as hell, <laughs> as <laughs> most uh, uh, you know, it's playoff type knockout uh, round games. I mean, this this two two game system, so you gotta you gotta go out swing. You gotta go out swinging, so you can't. Starts start slow. Indeed. Um, I would say for me, it's really going to come down to the wing play once again. Yeah. Um, it's going to be what can DaCosta, who has still played every single second all season long, or moment he gets hurt, it's going to be a scary one indeed. I am hoping that perhaps Timothy Chandler can be involved in the second leg. Mm-hmm. Torre, here's hoping that uh, he might be available to be on the bench. But yeah. Hinteregger, I've been so impressed with him. Indica, I think that him, uh, Hinteregger, and Hasebe, I think that those three guys at kind of in the back three are just something that is a great mix-up of young uh, but good talent. You know, Middling experience, but a lot of talent in that Nindika and Hikarager, uh, respectively. And then you have the wise old head of Hasebe, you know, kind of being that uh, the bit, the brains of the entire operation, uh, which is that mix of experience, talent, and the raw eagerness, I think is just great. Uh, I do want to see from the Eintracht when it does come to the midfield. I do want to see De Guzman starting. I would like to see Gasinovic, you know, perhaps uh, giving us a spark as well. Although I have a funny feeling uh, either Fernandez or Rode will be uh, kind of be used in a uh, kind of more of a defensive midfielder kind of role. Yeah, uh, I agree. that's what I think we can expect. And then, of course, when it we're going to be throwing out the big three, but the question then lies, um, what do we do uh, with the big three? Because, you know, if it's not working, what do you then switch to? I'd like to think that, you know, the three will just constant, will not stop, and Mm -hmm. the attacking runs will not stop. You can always, uh, as was has been the case before, push Kasinovich a little bit higher up yeah. and perhaps uh, move to Guzman into more of the kind of central role. It, it's a time like this that I wish we still had Boateng, but 
want to cut it to you. <laughs> and it would be a pretty uh, stellar one-two punch. Now this wouldn't. This is just you know, like this would never happen because of the situation and of all that shook out. It would be, I mean, it would be amazing to have like Rhoda and uh, Boateng holding that midfield. Um, God, the attack forward and and defense back would ugh, it'd be pretty great. It would be um, indeed. Granted, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I know exactly who I would want to bring into the contract. <laughs> Uh, as a PC winger, but I just think that he's a little out of our price range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Well, and everyone knows who it is. I've only made mention of him more times than I care to count. But that being said, this is the kind of team that we're probably going to be rolling out with. So uh, let's put our predictions down. As Eintracht goes to the Ukraine, you're hoping that the fans uh, just don't come. Everyone, come all come back and want peace. Enjoy yourselves. Make sure that yeah. the contract win. And uh, yeah, and then we'll run riot over them in one week's time. Uh, so, Nathan, what's your prediction? Oh, no. It's time. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the biggest test of the season. So, um, Indeed. Uh, I, I'm going to say it's going to be a... Uh, Wait a second. Let me let me step back because this is again. I'm ignorant to this whole situation, so I don't have a. I cannot make a guess until I ask one question. Um, it's a dumb question, so I forgive mm. me. Can they? Uh, can they draw on these? I mean, they, they can they draw on the first one? Yeah, you can draw on this. So, like some of the things that we need to know about, uh, we're gonna have video assistant referee system is gonna be used uh, during the knockout phase. Thank God, because not going to lie, if we get bitten in the ass, uh, if we would have gotten bitten in the ass by not having it, that would really have sucked. You know, it's played over two legs, each team playing at home, away goals do apply, so, you know, take that into consideration, and remember that we'll kind of go over this uh, once yeah. we get ready for the second leg, but uh, should it still all be tied up, even with the away goals included, then we go into the extra time period. Okay. So something that okay. we don't want to have to deal with. But hey, yeah. you know, at this point in time, uh, we're in. Uh, yeah, the calculus. We're in the moment that d- dreams are made, the, and let's make some. Yeah, the cal- magic. The calculus is such that you know, if we go a goal behind, I don't know, like, I it, it's it. It's a to- totally different ball game because you got a whole game ahead to, to kind of focus on. So, like you're saying, like the away goals, like you don't want that goal differential to get out of hand. So, what do you do? Do you 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 go really defensive or you you try to to attack? Um, my gut says on Hutter that will attack. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm still guessing a draw here, um, but it'll be the two two affair, two two. Uh-huh. Well, for me, it, I'm going with a 1-1 draw is what I'm predicting. Um, and here's kind of a little bit of where I'm coming from. So uh, they finished in third in their Champions League group. How they did that was when it came down to matches against Manchester City, uh, who won the group, they got torched. They had only one win, and that was away to Hoffenheim 
under queer circumstances. <laughs> it was a match that Hoffenheim was way better in because I actually was able to see some of that. They were way better than that. And uh, honestly, they caught Leon uh, napping. Otherwise, it would be Hoffenheim who would have gone through. Yeah. And, you know, these guys will be sitting, waiting for another two to three weeks. Because, yeah, uh, since December 7th, that was their last home match. And the last competitive match was the t- December 12th, the final match of the Champions League. That is a very, very long time yeah. for these guys to be without, regardless of how many training matches you play, Eintracht, Shakhtar, 1-1, and guess what? That away goals will mean that Shakhtar has to try and push and that's going to just open them up, and we're going to car them up like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm a little too excited. Uh, so that being said, we've made our predictions. Uh, yes, in the United States of America, where both of us are recording from, that is BR Live. So you can buy it uh, from a subscription uh, that you get multiple games, or you can just buy it on a match-by-match basis. Kind of up to you in terms of that. So yeah. ways that you can then watch it: uh, phone, uh, laptop, it, whatever device you prefer. You know, it's all good. Yeah, it's <laughs> been not. It has worked for me, and uh, it doesn't seem too bad. But uh, sponsorship opportunities from BR Live are available should you happen to pursue them. <laughs> so, uh, where can we find you, Nathan, in the social media landscape? You'd find me on Twitter at najakwa. You can find me at KCSGE. Follow the show. That is at HEFpod. Facebook.com slash HEFpod is where you can like our Facebook page. News and notes uh, and following the Eintracht in the English language can be found there in addition to uh, contest opportunities and hey, videos, new episode drops, the works. And you can also email the, sh- the podcast as well. That is hey, Eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com so from all of us here at hey i'm track frankfurt juice juice hey,